we're back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. Of the beast. How you doing, Nesbitt? Doing good. Right on. Back at it again. Yep, back back at it, yeah. So today we're going to catch up, go through a bunch of feedback. So there's been some news we got to touch on. Yeah, we got a lot, a lot of feedback those last two episodes. So like, rather yeah. than like address it in like the Beast Over Hammersmith episode, I figured we'd... It's a good idea. That's what we usually do. We let it build up, and then we just get into all of our uh, a feedback episode. Absolutely. Plus news, and, and we've got, got a bunch of other Maiden stuff to talk about. So we we've got stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. and I've got some uh, secret uh, little surprises today. Oh god! I think I'm gonna, a little little <laughs> memorable one. Uh, but yeah, we'll have a little bit of fun. So I guess first things first. Should we kick off with a beer? Let's do it. So this one is the Nine Penny Brewing. NPT IPA. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we're talking. NFT, my favorite kind of beer. <laughs> NPT. NPT. So this is a local brewery, Nine Penny, just outside the city. Interesting. That smells good, looks good. Yeah, when we when we first started the pod, there was like three beers per brewery. Now we're so overwhelmed, we'll never run into beer. Remember I know when we started to... the podcast, it was like there was a handful of like local beers, and now I mean it would be like mail us beer. Yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing. If you look at talkingmaiden.com slash beer or slash beers, you can see a list of every beer that we've had on the podcast. Mm. And there's a lot of them there. Um we actually got some feedback. We're gonna get into feedback later, but this is beer related from uh we got an audio message. I'm not going to play the whole audio message, but it's from uh, Matt Seeger, and he is like begging us to review the Iron Maiden Brewdog Hellcat. Josh Nesbitt, Matt Seeger here, huge fan of the podcast. I post on F- Facebook as Seeg's Man, and I'm so excited to have you back. So excited to lose an hour of productivity in my life every Friday while I say up the irons and down the hops. And speaking of the hops, I really need you two to cover the most important Iron Maiden topic in my mind right now, which is the new Hellcat Cold IPA. Uh, I want to know your reaction to the flavor. I want to know your reaction to the aroma. And I want to know your reaction to the feeling after you've gotten about six of them down. Uh, We would very happily review it, but we can't get it here. You can't get any Brewdog beers here. So he sent a big audio message saying like how he wants to hear our, our take on it. Um, it's one of those maiden beers that yeah you can't get here. Now we're going to two shows in Dublin and Glasgow, and there's a Brewdog pub in Dublin, and there's one like two blocks from our hotel in Glasgow. So uh, hopefully we can try this uh, Hellcat Iron Maiden beer because we tried. What have we had? We've had Trooper, the Six Six Six, the Red and the Black, Hallowed, Sun and Steel. Yeah. We finally got to try the Fear of the Dark Stout. That's right, the stout. That was the one we did once. Yeah, and and what what we had the uh, the Japanese one too. There was that's the, the Sun and Steel. Sun and Steel yeah. one. Yeah, that's right. We haven't had the Trooper IPA yet because we haven't been able to get it here. We can't get it in our province, so no. we'll have to do something about that. And then there's a bunch of other collaborations that like aren't available here. Like there's a Brazil IPA that they did, which was like uh, there's a a Legacy of the Beast World Tour 22 beer somewhere i don't know i've seen pictures there's an australia one that they did with uh nomad brewing there's a running free non-alcoholic maiden beer now and uh oh there's God. a swedish trooper or something too i didn't really look in the details of that but there's a lot of 
collaborations with other breweries, but we've tried seven of the eight Iron Maiden beers that are officially oh like God. Trooper branded. So I was I was drinking this lovely Nine Penny NPT beer, and I was thinking, what a lovely beer. Then you started listing all the beers we haven't, and and now it just tastes like failure to me. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like I'm like, what? Why do we even have a podcast? And I said, what's the point? <laughs> so uh, Beast Over Hammersmith. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of feedback on that one. I think uh, that one really yeah. like struck a nerve with people. We got this one from uh, Shane Timson. This is Shane from Kansas. I want to talk about Beast Over Hammersmith. If I had called in before the podcast, I would have ripped this album a new one. But after listening to you guys talk, I have a totally different take on it. I, before listening to you guys, was going to try to put it up against all these other Maiden albums, live albums. And that's not a fair judgment. I mean, this is a piece of Maiden history. Bruce hasn't yet gelled. You don't see the crowd working that you used to. There's no scream for me, Hammersmith. There's none of that. Um, there's not even a lot of the sing-along stuff that, that you're used to seeing in, in other Maiden albums. So this is Bruce and the boys at a very different stage. There's nervous energy. You can tell that they're not quite sure how this is going to go. And they got a new record coming out, but it's not out yet, so people don't know those songs. So they can't sing along. So it's kind of weird to hear nobody singing, like, Run to the Hills, like, wait, guys, not now. You know, like the crowd normally would do. You don't hear that. So that's, there's a totally different aspect to this record, but I think it's good for Maiden history. I do think Murders in the Rue Morgue is not the way to open the record. I would have opened it with um, Ides of March, Wrathchild, Better Energy, put Murders in the Rue Morgue somewhere, but not the opener. And Total Eclipse nails it. Love that version. Bruce's vocals are really cool there. I disagree with Nesbitt. The best version of Killers is Made in England, 88, way better than this version of Killers. I think that's all I got for you. Up the irons. So I think right. I like it when I hear people say that we uh, change their opinion, you know, on something. Like this guy never gave this album the time of day, and now he, like, kind of appreciates it. Kind of like we okay, did with I'm, some later era, later era maiden stuff and like the blaze stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's cool. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call that one. That that's a perfect call, and I'm gonna tell oh, you yeah. why I'm calling by the perfect call. <laughs> okay. Hey, he called in. He called in right off, and he said, "You know, I listen to what you said and change your opinion." I changed my opinion. Now it's two married guys. We never hear that. <laughs> so that that's awesome right off the bat. He's going into it with an open mind change. But secondly, he disagreed with you at the back end. I mean, for me, I, he just stood up. Hole in one. Perfect call by Shane. Well done. Now, call in next week. I don't know if I agree with. Well, here's Killers from the Maiden England, and I'm not sure if this is as good as the one on. Maybe it's a toss up between uh, the Hammersmith one and this one. I don't know, Shane, if, uh, I don't know, I'd have to listen to them back to back, but uh, they're both, let's just agree that they're both awesome, awesome versions of uh, Killers. I'm going to, I'm going to throw Made in Japan in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's three way tie. Not, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that version of Killers. Obviously, with, with when you're talking about Bruce, I think he makes a good point. So. Uh, it's an excellent call. Yeah. So we did our uh, legacy 
set list predictions. We did our Beast Over Hammersmith and uh, talked about the Future Past tour and stuff. And it's funny because we got this. Uh, this is a uh, a message that was left by Martin Murray. So much stuff to cover. I'm dying to hear what you have to say about St. Jude's, dude. What your opinion of the album is. Uh, there's the, also the, the tour that he did, the Legacy, the Beast, the Legged Two of the Tour. Dying to hear what you thought of that. Obviously, the release of uh, the 40th anniversary of uh, Number of the Beast with uh, Beast Over Hammersmith, finally on vinyl. Dying to hear what you have to say about that. And of course, the future past tour, which we're all looking forward to. I'd love to hear your opinions on that too. So there's loads of stuff that you just need to cover. So all the best. So Martin Murray wanted us to cover Sinjutsu, which we're getting to very soon. Yeah. Beast Over Hammersmith, the Legacy set list, the Future Past tour. Uh, you know, we're pretty much uh, covering everything. <laughs> yeah, actually, pretty, actually you yeah. know what? I heard that uh, Iron Maiden put out a new album last year, Sinjitsu. We we should probably we should probably cover this. Like I get asked that all the time. I'm dying. I'm dying to get up and because we want to clear the house before we do it too. Also get our groove back, you know, yeah. all that jazz. But I, I'm dying to just say like episode one. So what do you think of Sinjitsu? I think it's pretty good. Seven out of ten. You and Nesbitt, but same. Talk to you later. I'm <laughs> just just for a laugh. Uh, but you know, it's gonna be it's there's there's some pressure. Yeah. Well these yeah. are kind of warm up episodes we're doing now to kind of prepare ourselves to really dig into that yeah. one because uh I hate that this we is... had covered every single maiden song and we're incomplete now, so we gotta complete the discography. We do. We do. Definitely. Can I go? Can I talk very quickly about my uh, about the tour set list and my perspective on it? Because I got like I got a hundred emails. Like you definitely went with the sexy dream list. This would yep. be great. You know, change it up. And I kind of went with, oh, you know, they're gonna keep the tour mostly the same. It's gonna be table stakes and straightforward. And I still feel like I played safe, but there was I got so many emails from people like you know just out of left field. They're gonna play this. They're gonna play three songs for the first time. You know, Diano's gonna come back on stage. There's gonna be eight Eddies. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's gonna be spaceships gonna land down. Actual aliens are gonna come out. Elon Musk is gonna be in there. You know, people had all these crazy ideas. I really just want to say this. I hope you guys are right. Oh, yeah. I, I do. I want to be wrong on the set list. I'm just being the pessimist. Well, I got here right in front of us, printed up a whole bunch of. Uh... A whole bunch of emails with people's uh, feedback and their predictions of the future past tour set list uh, and their comments we can get into in uh, in a bit. Um, some Canadian dates added. Yes. To the Because yeah. uh, they added that crazy, crazy festival down in uh, Indio, California with like yeah. every band you would ever want to see. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Uh, Guns N' Roses, um, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, Metallica, Tool, ACDC, and Maiden, right? It's like... In the Coachella place? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not one for those giant festivals, though. I think it would just be... Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm too old to be like standing in a field with like 80,000 people like... <laughs> paying ten dollars yeah, for a bottle of water yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, just being pissed off because they can't find a beer <laughs> yeah yeah i'd be just too i'd be like you know what nesbitt halfway through what this this ecstasy really helps with my arthritis <laughs> you know <laughs> but honestly as soon as that came out we knew that there was going to be i'm not sure if you talked about it but we knew that there'd be like a north american leg and yep. that's going to come anyway because there's so much money made in the North American lane and in the U.S. specifically, you can hit so many big cities so quick. And then we saw the three Canadian dates. So 
my bet is there's a load more Canadian. They're going to go across Canada. And they're going to go to the eastern seaboard U.S. Um, I think that's just coming. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, well, they have that West Coast United States festival, and then they just announced yep. these three Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver uh, gigs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we got a couple of people emailing asking us if we're going to any of those, but we haven't really decided anything. I'm not going to bite on any of these three. I'm hoping there'll be more. Um, someone was saying we should go to the Vancouver show, and I was like, man, that's a long haul to see a concert from here. I looked it up yeah. on a map. It's the same distance to fly from here to Poland as it is from here to Vancouver. Or you can totally. fly from here to Columbia. It's the there same distance as Vancouver is from St. John's, Newfoundland. Like Canada's very big and wide. <laughs> I'm not going to fly that far to see a maiden show when I could I, know. I could fly to like Europe it's half as far to go to London <laughs> I know Canada's so funny too because if you fly to Vancouver have you ever been there I've been there a few times every time you, when you go there you're like wow you fly like seven hours in the air everybody's identically the same and then but you're like well the cop cars are slightly different oh look <laughs> oh look the coke can is slightly different their French is in a different font than our French neither, neither one of the places speak French <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny so, yeah, we haven't bitten on any of those three, uh, but I'm hoping there'll be more. I'm assuming that I'm, this is going to turn into a North American tour. There's there's, there's no way you're skipping the GTA or the greater Toronto area yeah. or Montreal or you're missing, like, the eastern seaboard U.S. You're not missing Boston or New York. I mean, they're not going to yeah. – Remember, they're Cor- not going to Calgary and Edmonton. Yeah. No offense. Love Calgary and Edmonton. Oh, yeah. And not coming love to Alberta. Toronto or, yeah. or New York, right? Love, We love them. Like, yeah. I'd love to see them there. I mean, I bet the most diehard fans in Canada are probably in Edmonton. Probably Quebec City, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, Quebec City. Edmonton, Man, close that's second. We should try to, if they drop a Quebec City tour, like when we saw Maiden in Quebec City on the Book of Souls tour, yeah. that was one of the best shows we ever yeah. saw. The audience was amazing. The city is amazing. Yeah. Every single person we ran into was just amazing. Unreal. Remember city. that bar outside? We went to, outside the Trintron, Trint, the Videotron, Videotron Center, Center was. Yeah. Sorry, yes, Videotron Center. There was this like pub down the road, and everyone was drinking outside. That was that was the second leg of the Book of Souls tour. Was twenty seventeen, yeah, and that was right. fantastic. Because in 20, 2016, we saw him in the Bell Center in Montreal, and then we went to Toronto. Yep, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, I would see them there for sure. But I'm anticipating Montreal and Toronto. Yeah, well, that's a, at least much a given if they're doing yeah the whole country. But now we could also yeah. hit up a few American dates. Would be not too bad yeah. either. Not and, too shabby. And you know what else? With with the podcast going, Nesbitt, we have to go. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, honey. We have to go. It's we can't not. I mean, it's 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 necessary content. We have to go. Um, one thing that we haven't talked about at all, yeah, uh, is Blaze Bailey. Mm. I did uh, when I posted on Twitter. Like I put a tweet out. I'm not on Twitter very much. I don't like go on there and read or anything. All I do is basically I mm-hmm. go in every Friday and put a post up to announce that we have a new episode out. And I'm putting the hashtag #GetWellBlaze on our posts. But other than that, we haven't really uh, mentioned anything. Everyone knows how much we love Blaze Bailey on this podcast. I'm wearing my Blaze Bailey shirt right now. Um, yeah. So he had a heart attack and got a quadruple bypass. Um, Amazing. And uh, apparently he's home and he's healing up and he's recovering and uh you know i think it all went good um it was funny because we were talking about doing a blaze episode now but then i was always also kind of like hesitant i don't know why i feel like this but i'm kind of hesitant to do a blaze episode i'm i don't want to be like oh blaze had a heart attack so like you know that's a hot topic we should like try to get some listens while blaze is trending because he had a, you know what i mean like i don't want to make oh, yeah. it's like blaze 
you know, had this big surgery and he's on the mend. I don't want to be like, hey, everybody, we're going to make this about me and Josh and how much we love Blake. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I don't know. Totally. Just like, I don't know. I, I'm like, out of all the people, <laughs> we always talk about Paul Diano and his knee surgery and uh, not on the podcast, but me and you have and like Blaze, like how different Blaze and Paul are like, because um, quadruple bypass is a huge surgery and there's going to be a lot of like recovery time for that. My father had the exact same operation the quadruple bypass and he had a long yeah. life after that um so i mean for blaze i think this is a temporary setback you know what i mean like he's the guy that has like the perfect mindset for like i don't know when you're hit with like an illness or a setback or something mm-hmm. you can be like oh poor me and kind of wallow in it or you can like face up to it and you know blaze is one of those people that's just going to keep working and moving forward, he'll overcome it. Whatever work he's got to do, he'll do it. Um, he, like, embodies that spirit of overcoming thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, well, listen to the lyrics to any of his songs. thing but for him i have a hundred percent confidence that blaze will do whatever he needs to get better and take the time you know what i mean like i'm not worried at all about blaze he uh yeah i don't know it's kind of his character too uh i think i I think you're you're spot on there i mean uh, look blaze is is uh is a healthy guy he has a heart issue that's been sorted out i you know we're all thinking about him um it's funny i saw his uh the email that came up from his uh his manager yeah. or whatever and said yeah. he's in good spirits in the circumstances but utterly disappointed to have have to postpone our imminent shows so it's just funny that like it's so typical of blaze yeah. to to worry less about himself and he's worried more about like disappointing his fans you know what i mean I um but i don't know this is one of those times when blaze should put himself first before the fans for once <laughs> for once in his life put the fans second <laughs> it seems to always yeah, put the cause... fans first so I don't know. Yeah, because we don't want to see it once more. We want to see it five times more. You know, yeah. it's like so, or ten times more. So don't, uh, you know, don't take any, take the time yeah. to get healed up. And he'll do that. Yeah. I mean, he's a smart guy. So I do think we should revisit some of some Blaze stuff, do a catch up on everything that he's done. Yeah. And I think it would be good to remind people the contribution he still has to put this in context. I also started a GoFundMe page for us to talk about him. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so in bad taste. No, I, I, I'm kidding. But we definitely like you know he he's he's a theme in our podcast because it was the debate that started it and then he and then he came on he, he was such a gentleman oh my god when we had know, him on our podcast yeah, he was such the a nicest guy ever like I, we Ooh. couldn't get over it like what a nice guy what he a was because i was really right? nervous to talk to him because yeah. i was like a big fan and he came on and it was just he was just amazing yeah really cool too off mic and stuff yeah. and he's and he's followed up and sent us a few things yeah. like uh so you know definitely we're gonna do it. i i you know i'm gonna I don't care. I think we do it. Yeah, maybe we'll do a, a Blaze 
episode, but I just, I don't know. I felt like... Absolutely. I hate it when st- something happens and then people, like, pounce and they're like, this is a good opportunity to get some, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Totally. Eternity. Hey, look, you know, <laughs> trending, right? Yeah, exactly. Blaze is trending. We could do a Blaze episode. I didn't want to do that. So. Yeah. Well, uh, he also <laughs> has, a, he just announced a new live album called Damaged, Strange, Different, and Live. Um, so that's coming out uh, July 7th. And very soon you can uh, pre-order on his web web shop with like a bunch of options. I'll do the usual what I do with like the last four Blaze albums or five Blaze albums. <laughs> Just like go buy the bundle that has the t-shirt and the vinyl and the CD and the lanyard and the whatever else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> The guitar yeah. pick. Um, he puts together some pretty cool packages, so I'll probably go do that. So in, And also if you want to support Blaze while he's uh, not out touring now, if you go to his uh, website, to Blaze's website, and buy some merch or a T-shirt or something, um, but that's a good call. Cool. So that's a good call. This new uh, album that he just now, this live album that he just announced, has uh, Lord of the Flies, Judgment of Heaven, Fortunes of War, and Como Este Amigos uh, live. Oh, nice. So there's some Maiden content on there, plus stuff from this. Uh, I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. Yep. The War Within Me shirt and. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's got con- he's got live versions of songs from that plus some Maiden songs. So looking forward to that. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, th- through Blaze's, uh, I've got you know uh, that playlist that you created when we were doing a bunch of Blaze stuff back in the day. Yep. I listen to that still, but I find Silicon Messiah still it still resonates with me. I listen to it a lot as well. I listen to that all the time too. Th- there are Maiden albums I listen to less than that. Um, there's a l- I listen to that more than I listen to. There's four or five or six Maiden albums I list, listen to less than I listen to a Silicon Messiah. That's just amazing. Anyone who's sleeping on Blaze, man, Silicon Messiah, go check that out. That's a good entry point. It's like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, he's got some great stuff. So, yeah, I think I think revisiting Blaze would be a good move. So, yeah, maybe we will. We'll talk, after, when we, after we're done recording this, maybe we'll go for a pint and talk about if we should do a Blaze episode or not. Just to, Maybe we'll do something like... Uh, I don't know, top five Blaze songs or something that aren't on Silicon Messiah. I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast, possibly the best podcast in the world. Good old Blaze. Um, yeah, good old Blaze. So we got another email. So this is one that ties back to something we did, talked about a long time ago um, when we were doing the Birth of the Beast episodes and we were talking about the Iron Maiden logo um, and how Steve Harris says he made it and Dennis Wilcox says that he had a lot to do with it and... Uh, well, they didn't invent the font. The Maiden font existed. It was on the Man Who Filled Earth movie poster, that David Bowie movie. Uh, I went through a bunch of places where that font popped up. I don't want to get into it now. So the font existed before Iron Maiden. And uh, we mentioned that Dennis Wilcock, the previous singer of Iron Maiden, he worked at a design studio in 1977. And he claims that he created the modern, the modern Maiden logo from the pre-existing font. And we weren't 100% sure the true story because Steve Harris kind of claims he invented it. Um, We got an email from Ray Hollingsworth, 
who was the art director at Crow's studio in 1977. And he says, put, he put the iron logo together with Dennis Wilcock at Crow's studio, Rathbone Place, London, W1, in the summer of 77. All the best wishes from Colchester. So we were kind of leaning in that direction that it was Dennis Wilcock, but we weren't sure if like Steve Harris had some kind of input on it. But I think we, uh, this, the guy that worked at the studio and put the, uh, put the logo together with Dennis Wilcock, he kind of confirmed it. So Dennis Wilcock created the Maiden logo. Oh, wow. So that's that Fantastic. kind of uh, settled, I guess, which is kind of cool. I... <laughs> it's out of the blue we got that email. But... Oh, that's, that's great, though. We got to revisit those episodes. Like, I got to listen to those again because, I mean, for a couple of reasons. One. I got to get my spear rib T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> when are we gonna do that? We should do it. We should do a talking main spear rib T-shirt. We should do one in, uh, um, in the yeah, main. We font. should. <laughs> we should. We should spear rib. That would be funny. I think people would like that. <laughs> the other thing that, that stuck out to me was remember uh, at some point one of the documentaries or whatever. Remember there was that old guy who was like, I remember the band. There was like fifteen people before finally the five that recorded the Sandhouse tapes, or maybe there's like eleven or something. There's some some large number. There was a lot <laughs> of people in and out of the band. He, yeah. he had picked like two iterations back and he was like oh when they changed from there that wasn't the same <laughs> yeah. you know he was like he's like one of those guys who was like you know way 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 before it was cool and he was like <laughs> he's like oh by by the time they did the sandos tapes it totally sold out you know, it's, like, it's not quite that but it was like after that it was it was before the album but he was like you know they were started playing uh playing at the carton horses and you know and rust and arms and they just weren't the same yeah so yeah those early birth of the beast episodes if you want to hear us talk about the Iron Maiden from, you know, when they started to, when they formed up until before their first album came out and all the people that came in and out of Maiden and stuff. It's pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Oh, that's fantastic. That's, that is one of the best sequences. I've, I've got a story to tell you now though, about since we've gotten back into the podcast and it's kind of links me back to that, that first four Okay. because of what, what we did to so many people. So I was hanging out with some, some people through work. I had my team out and, uh, actually my lawyer was there and he's about our age, a little bit older. Uh, you know, he's been, he's, he's been in between our age, you know, family man and all this stuff. And I was telling them that we're redoing the podcast. We're, we're out there. We're at it again. Right. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, that's really interesting. And so to get the context, I think I've created a whole new one of my sayings. Right. So, you know, the, the Internet context around that, uh, like Matrix movie where there's like the guy is there in the moment. And he's like, do you want to take the blue pill or the red oh, yeah. pill? And like, right, the red pill wakes you up to reality and the blue pill is like, you stay and keep going on. And of course, there's all these internet stuff, blue pills, red pills, it's an internet thing too. But we were in the middle of it and I was like, uh, talking about Iron Maiden, he was like, oh my God, I haven't thought of it then for so long. And you know, he's like, oh, he's like, do you, are they still on the go? And I'm talking to him at Sinjisu. Next thing, we're in a box at a hockey game. Next thing, there's like three guys in their 40s and 50s around me and they're all talking about it. The next day, I start getting texts in pictures from them listening to the albums and they're like this is amazing and i wrote back i said i ed pilled you oh, ed, ed pilled ed pilled <laughs> oh, awesome. i ed pilled you right and they were like what i was like I ed pilled you and then i was like i just did it and i was like from now on so that's what i wanted to bring on today i want to say if you get someone who was into maiden or has never been into maiden and you play it from the first time then you've ed pilled oh that's awesome or if you play yeah. them some of the newer stuff and you get them back into it to oh I, I agree with that too Ed pilled, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was fun. Yeah, everyone can uh, email us if you Ed pill your friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's an, such a such an opportunity with old Maiden fans for this band to still grow because so many people are like the same people that like he literally is like, oh, there's nothing to listen to anymore. I was like, have you listened to any Iron Maiden? He's been sending me texts like, 
oh my god, these guys are amazing. I'm like, they were right here the whole time, and you even knew about yeah. them. Yeah. So. That's cool. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We got an email here uh, from Liam. He says, hi, guys. Finally listening to your return episode. Uh, good to hear you back in action. What are the chances of some deep dives into Blaze's 10th dimension, man who would not die, promise and terror, and even king of metal? Blah, blah, blah. Thanks for the entertainment. Keep it up. With a bit of hockey talk, too. It's few and far between over here. Cheers, Liam. So uh, that's more demand for us to do a blaze episode so i'm wondering if uh maybe we should do one we'll talk about it after but that's a... all i heard was we should start a hockey podcast <laughs> is that is that all i heard is it time for a 20 second leafs minute you can do a leafs minute for like a 30 second go for it <laughs> I, my leafs minutes aren't even a full half minute uh the leafs won like we're recording this a couple days ahead it's gonna be out obviously friday yeah the leafs just like won an epic comeback four to one. And haven't I been what did you say, Nesbit? I quit I quit hockey. Like, like Josh is, like, this I'm is never Josh. Watching. He's like, I hate hockey. And then the Leafs will like win a game and you'll be like, the Leafs, this is their year. And then they'll lose <laughs> another one. You'll be like, I'm never watching hockey again. That's you. You're like you love the Leafs, then you hate hockey back you're like back and forth yeah. based on you, uh, So I'm just kind what? of like I don't know if you want to make such a big deal about this one game they won win. I know. <laughs> and I go can't public Because <laughs> you're Nesbitt, texting me, I, you're like, This is it, we're good. And I'm like, I, I, there's all these people that they're like, I would have never taken Josh to be fickle and emotional. Um, but, you know, so here's what happened. I, I was really angry with the team. So I, I basically canceled my um, Big Bell package. I remember you canceled can- your hockey but, package. But I by canceling it, I didn't really cancel it. I just got another one from another company. Oh. And I was going to cancel it, but I didn't. So now I have two packages. <laughs> and I was like, so now, but I was like, I was so mad. And then they won like two games. And I was like, I'll keep it. So now I've got like Rogers and, and oh, Bell. <laughs> anyway, so I've got two internet connections in the house. I'll cancel the other one after, I promise. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Leafs are on fire. Okay. So, there you so go. that's something that over the last uh, five years, yeah. Josh has been dropping in the podcast. If you're a new listener, is the Leafs Minute, which I begrudgingly tolerate you, i'm like okay you get like 60 seconds to talk about your hockey team i never talk about tolerate. the bruins hey listen you 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 you, you deep dive on like skunk works and stuff That's i true. gotta sit there i can't talk about it. look speaking of deep dive okay i got i got something else for you okay this is a little thing little thing i put together for you for me okay, okay. What so is this? everybody everybody in the world now is like dealing with ai right okay ai is everywhere Right, and this stuff is coming for us, isn't it? Okay. Have you been using the ChatGTP no. stuff at all? I'm actually right. super annoyed that every time I look anywhere, it's like, "Here's a I fed some Iron Maiden lyrics, or I asked to make an Iron Maiden song about," and I'm just like, "Oh god." <laughs> well, you're gonna love this oh, because god. I ma- I wrote one about you. Oh man. With AI, here it comes. Okay, let's hear it. I asked, I worked with AI, and I perfected it. <laughs> Went back and forth a few iterations about a man, a fan of Iron Maiden called Nesbitt. Who deep dives so much that he enters into madness, and this is the, completes the madness trilogy. It's called the depths of madness. Oh god! Okay. okay. Do you want to hear? Do. do you want to hear the lyrics of this? All right. First one. <laughs> now I was actually I reached out to a bunch of people online. I was like, "Can I get this recorded?" But it got crazy expensive and weird. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm just gonna read it out. But I was like, I've been sitting on this for like three weeks, and I've been dying to do this for you. But anyway, okay. First one. Nesbitt was a Maiden fan. He lived and breathed the band. Listened to the albums all day long, never getting enough of their sound. And I'm not too exciting yet. Just wait. <laughs> Chorus. <laughs> Iron Maiden, his obsession, driving him to the brink of madness, deep dives into the albums, reading the scrolls, his only solace. 
The more he listened, the more he craved. His mind became a maiden slave. The riffs and melodies took control, his sanity slipping, losing his soul. Okay, The darkness creeping in his mind, the music making him blind. He couldn't see the world around him. All he knew was the sound of maiden. Iron Maiden, his obsession, driving him to the brink of madness, deep dives into the album, reading the scrolls, his only solace. Nesbitt's mind was lost to the band, forever trapped in a maiden land. His legacy lives on in the sound. Iron Maiden, his final refuge found. <laughs> That's not bad, actually. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I know. I was like, I know how much you hate AI and stuff like that and how crappy this kind of world is. But man, that was good. I was like playing around for a bit and playing around and playing around. And then I was like, oh, this is getting good. And then I kind of wanted to get it recorded. But then like I didn't have to ask some favors. But anyway, I think it's, it's a, a bit of fun. It's a hundred times better than uh, Hellenism. He spread far and wide the Macedonian <laughs> learned mind. Their culture was a Western way of life. He paved the way for Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Which brings me to uh, Alexander the Great. <laughs> yeah exactly oh man yeah we got a email from andy demps and he said uh, i think sinjutsu was a clunky opener because the band comes out they're ra- raring to go and they're fighting against the tempo uh i thought in detroit you could hear the guys racing ahead of the drums uh but he goes on to say i've seen the iron maidens do alexander the great live uh that's what brought this up because you said alexander or mm-hmm. uh we mentioned alexander the great he said, at a fan club meetup in Vegas before a Book of Souls show. And it was cool. It works live, but I'd rather hear the Talisman. And that's me. I'd uh, also rather hear the Talisman a hundred times more than... Oh, my God. Here is a clip of live Iron Maidens doing Alexander the Great. And I still think this would be a buzzkill at the concert. Absolutely love the song on the album. Uh, I don't want to hear it live. I don't know. I I think it's too long. Not a good enough song, basically. That's awesome. But I mean, I don't know. I still think that would be, it's too much. It's too long. It's not a good enough song to chew up that much of the time in the set list. Hey, this is Linda from the Iron Maidens. Hi, this is Courtney from Iron Maiden. And you're listening to Talking Maiden. I posted, uh, I've been posting the episode stuff on 
um, on Facebook, but also a few little things, notably around the Canadian show. Got a lot of feedback saying that, hey, we should go to those Western Canadian shows, but also we're getting a lot of pressure now about uh, where we're going to, because I posted in there that we were going to see them in um, in Dublin, Glasgow, and Manchester, about meetups and yep. such. So we'll have to come up with something in advance of that and, and get together with some Yeah, people. that'd be awesome. But also, absolutely. So anyway, Facebook, uh, Talking Maiden is alive and going, and uh, it's, it's come back to life, so that's pretty exciting. But I also got a great um, message from our old friend Dave Shuttleworth. Oh, I remember Dave Shuttleworth from yeah. uh, the Toronto shows, man. Yeah, yeah, that was 2019, wasn't it? That was the Legacy of the Beast. That was the yeah, year after. Was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we met him down on that 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 bar before we went down to the concert. Yeah. Great dude. Great dude. Yeah. Oh, awesome dude. Yeah. So he was uh, essentially um, he sent me in some information about their band Made in Canada, their uh, their tribute band. Um, I'm not sure. There seems to be a few Made in Canada's, but they seem to be the biggest one. Um, I'm not sure. We Way back in the day, we had someone from a Made in Canada, and I'm not sure how they all intersect. But anyway, he's madeincanada.band on Instagram, and same on, on uh, YouTube. Anyway, we'll have, to, we'll have to get him involved at some stage in the future. Get something. Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be great. Cool. Great chance to catch up with him somewhere and see him play. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I know they did some pre-show. Uh, the last tour, they did some pre-show or post show, I can't remember. Uh, like parties, which was yeah, cool. For me, we we had the debate last time when we were talking about the the you know the set list for the tour upcoming tour, um, and I always I always say the same thing, which is you know I don't want the pre band, but I love the post tribute band because oh, yeah. you can just go nuts. The show's <laughs> over, you're just getting licked. That is always the best, isn't it? Every time we go to a post concert tribute band it's just the best yeah after the concert lets out and if you can find a bar where there's a maiden tribute band playing which has happened to us a couple of times a couple of times and man that's always a good time yeah montreal we 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 got to one at the carton horses yeah we did at the carton horses we saw yeah yeah. 2018 we did in montreal in 2016 that was great yeah yeah fantastic um i got an email here from herb strickland and uh because we're talking about the this is all feedback from remember we did our predictions for the future past tour set list and after we did that we got a ton of emails with people submitting uh what their guesses are and just comments uh i'm gonna go through some of those now um herb strickland says hi guys love the podcast appreciate your different personalities and viewpoints makes things entertaining and fresh you certainly complement each other and so josh you might know this guy because he says i went to the ottawa show in october of last year Waiting for my flight back to Edmonton, I was sitting at the bar for a few beers, sporting my maiden shirt. A few fellow fans came by to say hi, one of which was Josh. We chatted for a bit, mainly about Maiden in Europe, and he told me about the podcast, and I've been hooked ever since. Oh, wait, now, who was that? What was his name? Herb Strickland. Oh, yes, we we chatted for quite a while. Yeah, that was that, uh, wait, now, which bar, and why were you not there? Because I left Ottawa a day before you. That's right. That's right. So yeah, yeah, you caught me off guard. I never, I never read that email. That's fantastic. Yeah, we had a great chat. It was myself and her, but someone else was there. Um, there was another guy there, and the three of us just sat down and started chatting away. And uh, you know me, I always plug the podcast. I'm always, <laughs> you, hey, look, you got to self promote. You got to be like, hey, check it out. But now he's a great dude. Edmonton, you said. Um, he was waiting for his flight back to Edmonton. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. No, I was just making sure. Yeah, no. Yeah, we hung out. We we, we had like uh, we had a good beer, but then we even reconnected a little later because we were both waiting for the flights to were slightly or delayed or the boarding wasn't ready. We had a real good chat. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. He reached out, so he did listen. 
Fantastic. And he also submitted a set list prediction. So he says, I'll go through these quick. Caught Somewhere in Time, Two Minutes to Midnight, Stranger in a Strange Land, Sinjutsu, Days of Future Past, Time Machine, Heaven Can Wait, Stratego, Hell on Earth, Number of the Beast, Fear of the Dark, Iron Maiden. And then Encore, The Trooper, Writing on the Wall, and Wasted Years. So what do you think of Wasted, of Writing on the Wall in the middle of the Encore? I think that's unlikely. I, and also, you went through that pretty quick, but I counted about six, I think, before. Um, I would I would cap the Sinjitsu tracks at five at most. Well, it's um, funny so because he also comments this. He says, yeah. based on what Modern Maiden is, we can't yeah. underestimate how much of the new album Steve and Co. will want to push on this tour. As True. much as we're excited for Somewhere in Time throwback, this is 100% a Sinjitsu world tour as well. And I feel they'll be wanting to prove how strong the album is, which is a very good point. Oh, that's a hot take. Well, I'm going to say this. Then why double barrel the concert? Like, you know, like why double barrel the tour? Like, so I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. I, I, you know, as I went through, I think it's going to be four tracks. I, I wish Herb was right on this one. And maybe he is. But, yeah. you know, I don't see Time Machine being in there. Hell on yeah, Earth to me is is uh, both both well Hell on Earth especially great song, um, but yeah you know, I don't know I look I I'll go either way I just I like to set myself up <laughs> the Leafs fan the Newfoundlander in me I like to set myself up for for de- for for defeat and that way I can enjoy it but I'm I'm anticipating the kind of as 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 we said in the episode the three tracks we got and one more. Um, you know, to shape shape them up as much as as much as that, and you know, in the the previous uh, feedback we got before about the title track being a slow opener, I I did definitely agree with that. Um, so if they shake it up like that, I'd be up for it. What Here's I see an... writing on the wall though in the in the encore, I, I'd I, I'd bet against it. Yeah, I think it would be kind of cool in the in the encore though. I think it would work because it's kind of a sing along, and then in the wasted years, I like that. Uh, we got another one. This is an interesting set list prediction. It says, "Hi guys, so glad you're back." I I know you didn't ask for people's predictions, but I can't help myself. This is from Douglas Wood. And he says, Days of Future Past. I agree with Nesbitt. This has to be the opener. And then he says, so he did his in sets kind of like the legacy. So he did Days of Future Past, Stratego, Writing on the Wall, Hell on Earth. Yeah. Then he goes into Sea of Madness, Stranger in a Strange Land, Caught Somewhere in Time, Heaven Can Wait. Okay. And then he goes into Fear of the Dark, Trooper, Two Minutes to Midnight, Number of the Beast, hallowed be thy name and iron maiden and check this out for an encore which i think you'll love darkest hour and wasted years okay yes i would absolutely love that i, I think darkest that. hour opening the encore would be amazing i would amazing I thought of that amazing amazing i think i've already i don't know kind of hinted that it's one of my faves yeah uh, it's so funny as the sinjitsu i like i we obviously we can't we can't you know uh give away too much in advance but I've gone through my favorite tracks versus like, you know, our buddies like Fox and all them sending yeah. in. And now all of our, all of our listeners have been sending in, sending in lists and I'm kind of opposite in a lot of tracks and darkest hour for me is, is up there. And to have that in the encore, it's just, it is simple song, but I mean, I'm an Icarus guy, right? Like yeah. <laughs> not every song, not every song has to be an orchestral. Not every song yeah, has to I be hallowed be thy name, yeah. right? Not every song has to be a complex melody. Sometimes you just want them to crank it. Yep. You know, just turn yep. the volume up to 10, let Josh at the end of the show, six, eight, <laughs> six, eight IPAs in, shirt off, let him hug his friend and enjoy his life. And I think Derek Asar, you know what? I would go to that show. I think that's a cool idea for the opener, for the opener of the, uh, of the encore. I think that'd be cool. When was the last time though, 
you know, it's, <laughs> what just off the top of your head. I mean, we don't need to go through specifically, but I mean, can you remember many times that in a, I can't think of an example where uh, an actual album from the, the tour is in the encore. Usually it's just classics. I don't know, journeyman, but yeah, I suppose. Uh, I got another email from Grant Jordan who said uh, some interesting set list predictions for the upcoming tour. Uh, both of you picked cracking set lists, some bold predictions with Power Slave, Rhyme, and Death of the Celts being mentioned, and some interesting thinking behind the choices. Uh, nice idea with the Blade Runner intro. Hope they use it. And so he says, I'll go through this quick too. Days of Future Past, caught somewhere in time, Stratego, Writing on the Wall, Heaven Can Wait, Stranger in a Strange Land, Hell on Earth, Darkest Hour, Alexander the Great, Fear of the Dark, Number of the Beast, Killers, Iron Maiden, and then for the Encore, Yes, Senjutsu, The Trooper, and Wasted Years. So opening the encore with Senjutsu. Yeah. That could work, I guess. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big I fan of that song live. I think no. we kind of talked about that a bit. Yeah, he also they... said, this is another bit of Blaze tie-in. He says, the price of merch at gigs seems a bit ridiculous. On the other end of things, me and my brother recently saw Blaze on his UK tour. The gig ticket was 18 pounds, and we got to meet him, sign some of my albums, and had a photo with him. Plus, he put on an excellent performance, and because the ticket was so cheap, you don't think twice spending twice that value at his merch stall. For example, t-shirts were 20 pounds. Excellent value for money. So, yeah, I mean, that's a third of the price of a, of a maiden t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, that's good. We're 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 about we're with all the merch stuff. We're this close though to getting into that. You know that that old joke where the three guys are around the pub talking about how expensive the pints are and talking about the price back in the local. You know, <laughs> you know where that joke goes. But yeah, no, I I I got to say on that set list prediction, like I I will add this. I don't think it's gonna be you know Sinjitsu and then somewhere in time. You know, it's like. Um, I think it's going to be intermixed like that. And I think, you know, the third, fourth, or fifth song is going to be like a trooper style. You know, there's going to be something in there. And it's not just going to be the themes are going to run through the album. It's not going to be, you know, Sinjutsu yeah. and classics, and, you know. Um, so I'm not sure exactly, but I can see it being intermixed. We got, I have a whole bunch of these. But I'm not going to go through all these set list predictions. We got Greg Harden set his in. Um, he says, I hope they play Stranger, Sea of Madness, in the title track. I'm sure we're going to get Death of the Celts, very similar to The Klansman, which Steve absolutely loves. Uh, we also got this. So this is someone. This is a, a voice that you've heard on the podcast before. Hello, guys. My name is Ayas, and I'm glad that you're back with the podcast. I missed it a lot. A lot of things happened since the last episode that you recorded. And now I'm father. The name of my daughter is Alicia. Or, or Alice in English. <laughs> uh, I attended the Iron Maiden concert in Lisbon last year. Uh, with, I love the Sinjutsu songs. I think the Sinjutsu opener, wow, it was uh, very good. I enjoyed it. And also I'm going to attend the Future Past Tour concert in Bilbao this year. Uh, and I have the same idea as you. I did my own set list with the songs I think they will play. Um, if you see the poster uh, in the right, uh, in the right side of the eddy, uh, it says um, Cyborgs 5, uh, Samurais 5. And I think they will play five songs of each album. So my set, my set list is like this. Gods of War in Time, Days of Future Past, Can I Play With Madness, The Time Machine, Stranger in a Strange Land, Death of the Celts, The Parchment, Hell on Earth, Sun and Steel, 
Alexander the Great, Iron Maiden, Film Can Wait, The Trooper, Halloween and Aim, and Wasted Years. What do you think? I am really looking forward for your episode of the Arians. Oh, wow. For the first I got a couple things to say. So I've had the pleasure to travel to Bilbao several times. Um, so I love Bilbao. It's this beautiful town in the north of Spain. I used to fly into Madrid when I lived over in, in Europe. I had some uh, business there. So I had the opportunity to uh, to visit. And it's had so many amazing little pubs and restaurants. And, and just the, the, the tapas that was served oh, yeah. here was amazing. That's comment one. Number two. That sexy Latin listener better stay away from my lady. <laughs> I love that. I love his accent, man. That's what, you know, I'm afraid I stay away from my wife. So he, like me, put Can yeah. I Play With Madness. I love I love it. Can I Play With Madness coming in as track three on his picks. That's uh, that's pretty cool. I got another well, one know. here from Sam from Suffolk, Suffolk, Suffolk England. Um, he says, I'm not going to run through it all, but he says, uh, Days of Future Past, Future Real. Um, and then he goes, it's very similar to a lot of the other ones, but it has future real. Um, I got, let me see, one, two, three. I got five here that have future real. Uh, what do you think of future real as a song? On, uh, I think it's a great song, but I don't see as far as fitting the into the, I think people hear it's a future past and yeah. future real. And they think um, it'd be a cool song. Now, Bruce doing future real is actually pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm running out of my time, I'm running out of breath And now it's getting so I can't sleep at night And the day feel like death I'm getting it for the tea, I feel it closing in I gotta say that I'm scared, I know they'll win I would love it if they dropped that in, but like, yeah, you know, I, I, the, I don't think it really, I don't think there's any chance of that happening, but I mean, I, that many people put it in their set list that they've emailed us that like, I don't know, people really yeah. want to hear it again, or some people do. <laughs> yeah. I, I you know, I, my thoughts are the only link is the song name. And that is one of those tracks where blaze is better. Right. Yeah. It? I think we've said that before. I don't know if we have, yeah. but I mean, that's that's a such a blaze song to me. And when he sings there, it just doesn't sound right. And, you know, <laughs> shout out again to Blaze who we talked about earlier. But I mean, to me, I don't know. I and I don't I don't like when I think of that. I don't really think of the same theme, even though it's future real in the name. It's like uh, I don't know. It yeah, just, I think it's just the, yeah. the theme of the song and the theme of like you yeah. know the future past, and that's what's yeah. put it into people's heads. I future don't think real, that's was, yeah. one that they're gonna reach back and pull out. Um, I get up. I'm not going to go through too many more of these because uh, yeah. people. It's, isn't isn't it's future a lot of the real same about over and over again? Yeah, future real is kind of about death, though, isn't it? Really, I don't know. <laughs> so can you believe? Yeah. What, if you can believe what is real. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I always was, yeah, fair enough. We got uh, one thing. We had Paul Lacayo. He uh, submitted a set list, and he opened his encore with Deja Vu. Which I absolutely love. I would lose my shit if they played Deja Vu to open the encore. Yeah. That's like my favorite song on that album. <laughs> and then so good. our buddy Chris Fox from Australia, he says, uh, caught somewhere in time, Stratego, writing on the wall, Two Minutes Midnight, Time Machine, Trooper, Stranger in a Strange Land, Days of Future Past, Heavens Can Wait, 
evil that men do fear the dark iron maiden and he goes number of the beast hell on earth and wasted years for his uh set list which is a that's a very nice. probable one um i'm not gonna go through anymore we've i think i feel like i've just been reading off set lists for uh this can't be very i love yeah, i, I pick I'm, i picked out like some you know things that were interesting but there's a lot here where it's like a lot of very similar set lists uh with you know the, some, i would sum up I would sum it up this way, though. It's like, remember when we did the um, Legacy of the Beast and we went through and we were like breaking down the glass and then everything they said and like we had a probabilistic math and then oh, yeah. know, we had everything and then it was like half of it meant something the other half didn't. Yeah. Like whether it's five songs of five songs, you know, referenced earlier or, you know, the, I I, don't, I feel like there's, there's still going to be a random element. The theme is not going to be as strong through the tour as you think. I feel like there's, it could yeah. be, you know five Sinjitsu, you know, four, three or four songs from somewhere in time. It's like, and it could just be that they want to bring back the air. I, it could go any which way. And, you yeah. know, I'll still stand by my set list because I, but I, you know, when people send these in, sometimes I'm like, oh, I get so excited and I think it's going to be so different. But it doesn't matter because we're still seeing Maiden. You know, I don't want to go to a concert where it's like not, you know, a third of the songs have never been played and it's just an epic encore and it's, you know, three times as long as normal and be disappointed because even if they played exactly the set list that, that I outlined. It yeah, would be well, amazing. any of these set lists that people send in, I'd be happy yeah. with, to be honest, because they're all mm. pretty awesome. Um yeah, but I just picked out, the, yeah, I started going through them, but then I kind of, uh, there's more here, but that's it. Um, what else? There's a couple more emails we got here. Uh, Amador, he says, I wish I'd heard about Talking Maiden sooner. Cool to listen to the episodes, such as the one where you guys talk about the Tacoma Dome incident during the first U.S. leg of the leg of the Legacy of the Beast tour, because that fight occurred just a couple of rows behind me. So we covered that on an episode, and he was there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, now here's one. <laughs> here's one that I saved for last because I actually I love this email from Tim Horpenich, and he says I have a top five things I've learned taken away from my binging your episodes. Oh dear. He says here it goes. Number one, the plural of riff is rift. <laughs> <laughs> True fact. Because Josh used to always say rifts. I know and that's one of those things you didn't realize. Uh, you were saying it until uh, I pointed out to you. And then this one's on me. The correct yeah. pronunciation of hallowed contains three syllables. Hallowed. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I used to always say it with three. Now, I consciously corrected myself, and now I say hallowed. Because yeah. there's something I didn't realize I did, and then I went back and listened, and I was like, I do say it that way. And I don't know you why do. I did, but I corrected myself. <laughs> I say hallowed now. That's true. People made so much fun of me. Um Adrian, oh, number here's another thing. Adrian Smith is the most important Iron Maiden member, which is hot, hot take. Because we always take. said like there's the Paul era, the Bruce era, the Blaze era, and then the Bruce era. But then we were kind of like it's more like the Adrian, the pre. Well, we don't. I'm not counting the first album with uh, Dennis yeah. Stratton, but it's like there's the Adrian era, the non-Adrian era, which is like No yeah. Prayer, Fear of the Dark, and the two Blaze albums, and then the new 
Adrian Smith era, which is I I put this I put this on you. You have this annoying demeanor of a of an of an afternoon TV special <laughs> where where oh the geeky kid in the class is actually the hero. Like you do this, you, you all of a sudden you're like oh that that producer no one likes. Oh Yannick, he's the best. Oh Blaze, he's amazing. I'm like oh god, you do it every time and you're so convincing. And then I walk away going, you know what? It wouldn't be made without Yannick. But no, I I would definitely put Adrian. Uh, you know, as probably a third most important. And yeah. I put him behind Harris and I put him behind Bruce. And the reason that I know that, that Bruce, for me, Harris is is the most important. I didn't agree with that when I started. You've convinced me on that. To Bruce, without Bruce, they would never have reached the heights that they, they would not be Iron Man that they are now without Bruce at the front. And then third, Adrian for me. And then everyone else in the band is a crazily equal, awesome fourth, and maybe with Dave being a 3.5. But, you know, they're all really, really good. But that is a great take. That is definitely true that Adrian is vitally important. So his top five takeaways from our podcast, the plural riff is rift, correct pronunciation of hallowed has three syllables. Adrian Smith's the most important maiden member. Uh, Even a bad beer can be a good beer in the end, especially the more you drink it. Yes, this is true. And then this one, which I absolutely love, which is actually number two in his list. He says, no matter the song, Nesbitt has a positive about it. Ooh, that is is true. true. So I have some examples, which is like (laughs) the, I think the absolute worst. What do you, everyone knows what I think is the absolute worst Iron Maiden song. The Apparition. Yeah. But even the Apparition has this part, which is not that bad. It's pretty good. And then you're right back into like the horrible part that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. So even the worst song, it's, it's true. I, I, and and like Weekend Warrior, which is like one of the worst Maiden songs in, according to popular you know Maiden fan consensus, has uh, the solo in it. You know, Dave Murray has a cool solo in that song. It's true. There's a positive about that. And Chains of Misery also has a good solo. So, yeah, I mean, some of the worst Maiden songs, in my opinion, but uh, 
There's some good. There is good, something good to be said about almost every Maiden song. Chain, Chains of Misery's got a bit of a hook to it. Yeah, I don't mind but, Chains you know, of Misery. Look, the uh, I remember when we were doing, uh, you know, Fear and No Prayer. It it just felt like we were trying to find decent songs. Like you know, we ripped we ripped quite a few in those two all two those two. You know, that's true. Yeah, I was a little harder than you in Virtual Eleven, but um, those were kind of the the three that got a rough go. Yeah, Fear of the Dark, I think, is the the worst Iron Maiden mm-hmm. album. I think Virtual Eleven's a much better album. Yeah, Plus, if you I want can, to listen to our old episodes, I don't want to dig into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can I can summarize this five though down to basically uh, uh, two. <laughs> One, don't take grammar advice from newfies, <laughs> right? And two, drink beer with newfies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, I love that uh, Tim. That was an awesome email. That's I like that one. Excellent, excellent. Um, so I got a bunch more, but I mean, I think we're. Uh, you know, I don't know if I want to get into any more of these emails. I might save them for the next. We'll do another one of these episodes in the future. Oh, Thomas emailed. This is an email that came in today and said, what are your guys' take on 72 Seasons? Which is actually the new Metallica album. So I don't want to get into a Metallica discussion on the Iron Maiden podcast. So No, no. We'll have to do a <laughs> spin-off sure. podcast. I was like, I saw that and I was like, Does, did he email the right, like, the right yeah. podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this talking Metallica? Yeah, I don't really want to do it. I'll, I'll just say I listened to it once and I didn't hear anything on first listen that made me want to listen to it again. But yeah. having given up on it, I might might listen to it again this summer and see yeah. if anything sticks. But that's that is that that new album that that you sent me about where we're yeah. gonna go watch in a theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's Metallica talk. <laughs> we're not getting into that. We got no time. Ain't ain't got time for that. <laughs> now, so some fantastic feedback. We got lots of other feedback, and we welcome more. So if you want to give us your opinion, you can go to talkingmade.com and there's a contact. Uh, section in there you can get us on facebook uh, also on our website there's talkmaiden.com slash talk and that's where you can go and actually leave some um vocal feedback actually like record yeah leave an audio there. message yeah. yeah yeah and we'll we'll pick our way through these and try and link them together when they make sense we can't get everybody uh, on the pod but we'll try our best to make sure that that everybody uh gets a mention over time but yeah some great feedback there today and been- yep yeah, so there's a lot of. Uh, it's funny because we didn't ask. It's, oh, I think it's because last time that we did the Legacy of the Beast set list prediction, we had a contest and asked people to send in their their set list predictions. So when we yeah. did it again this time, we got like a flood of set list predictions in. So yeah, but, uh, there's some interesting ones there. The future real, yeah. I don't think is going to happen. <laughs> the the other thing is, you know what? We need to save a few of those because we're likely going to do. We teed it up last time that we're likely going to do a live. Uh, yes. release so as a filler when we're doing that we'll probably because uh, we'll be doing that likely in real time right and you know that was fantastic great work there Nesbitt pulling that together and anyone out there you want to get in touch with you know where to find us so until next time up the irons down the house Mmm.